We are live. Stunning. Hello and welcome back to House of Gossip. We are the weekly nutritional digestive producing pop culture nourishment that you seek every Tuesday. We are happy to be back. We are recording this on a Friday and it's TGIF for me, Clara. Is it right with you? <laughs> it's TGIF for me. Thank you so, so much. I think we get some good energy when we do this on a Friday. I know. I think we're very giddy. Like last week we did it on a Friday mm. and it was just a really nice buzz. It is just really like you feel relaxed, you're ready for the weekend. I didn't drink at all last weekend. Uh, I had one pint of Guinness, sorry. But now this weekend, I am thirsty. Have you seen this trend of like girlies doing girly Guinness? No. I don't think you're one of them because you're like... I'm definitely not a girly Guinness, <laughs> that's for sure. No, but as in you're like, you've kind of a rusticness to you. Mm, in the best way mm, possible you. like you know some of the stuff you do is raw kind of warlocky yes. crystals etc so you I get the Guinness but there's this group of ladies who've started putting it up on their Instagram and they're like oh nothing nothing like a poor fresh pint and I'm like you're not drinking that you're not and I saw something about it and it, it wasn't love in Dublin but it was one of those things and I was like that is a thing, like girly Guinness. And it's like, it's like mm. when the, the influencers want to order a pizza, but just don't eat it. But Guinness as well is so like... Don't insult Guinness like that. Yeah, it's like fresh pint for me. And it's like, but you're not drinking that. It's probably your boyfriend's. Or are you doing it for the pick and the sip to split the G? Splitting the G. What a fun game. But authentic players only. I know, like... I obviously am into Guinness girly. Oh. I know. It's Mick's birthday today, so uh, I'm just... Happy birthday to Mick. Happy. <laughs> so I'm very looking forward to... Looking forward now to a good few pints of... Look forward to, you know, sort of splitting it, slauncher as a girl. As a girl. Oh, like watching their rugby, eh? Yes, it's going to be a great weekend. No, very excited. So you have Giddy for today's episode. Giddy to get gossing with you... And we have a good bit to chat about. It's jam-packed today. Didn't see it coming either. I was like, what am I going to chat about? Yeah, and then bam. Hello? Hello? Can you hear something? No. What kind of... I can hear like someone speaking in Spanish. Oh, my inner monologue. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's gone. I think I had a tab open. It was really quiet, but it was like, (laughs) pues vamos a hacer, no. (laughs) I was like... What am I listening to? Welcome to Inside My Brain. Lo siento. <laughs> Vamos a continuar con el podcast de Sophie Clara y eh, Casa de... What's gossip? Casa de Cheat Chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we should just do this in Spanish. It's way better. Oh no, Casa de, de Charlar is to chat. House of gossip. Maybe it'd be like House of Chatting. Casa de Charlando. Oh, I was a little bit of 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 a 
Ah, gracias, mi, mi amiga Sofía. Ah, de nada, no pasa nada. <laughs> This is way better than when we tried Irish. Asquelga. So much easier and vibier. And, yes. I am vibing. Yeah, it's way. Yeah, we're off the tongue a bit more. <laughs> Uh, gracias, Sophie, um, mi, mi amiga. <laughs> so this week, I can't understand how quickly... Oh, sorry, I've just understood how quickly February's gone for me. Not only is it seeing little daffodils in the flower beds, yeah. but myself and Mick have like somewhat accidentally watched a load of the Oscar films. And now I feel like really ready for the Oscars. So I'm just adoring... Not really like being with the times, but actually... Informed. Being informed. <laughs> On a cinematic level. What? What are the movies? So I'm going to give you... I've watched six of the ten. In the cinema? Mm. I was going to say, you're not a massive cinema lady. No. Oh, I know what's going on. We... No, sorry. Did see some of them in the cinema and then... Es un poco ilegal, no? Yeah, un poco. Un poco peligroso, no? <laughs> It's a little bit dangerous. So yes, I, I can't reveal my sources. No pasa nada, no pasa nada. Obviously, I've seen Barbie. I assume everyone's seen Barbie. Great, go and see it if you can. Oppenheimer, yeah. definitely a half an hour too long, but great film nonetheless. Killian Murphy's fab. Oh. Hope he wins. Last night, we watched American Fiction, which I've seen nothing about. Not a trailer, not an Instagram post, nothing. And it's nominated for loads of awards. Oh my God, it's definitely my favourite. Brilliant, very funny. Who's in it? No one you'd know. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, you know, Diana Ross. Oh, yeah. She's in it for a bit. And that's kind of it. Like, but it, the acting's amazing. The cast is great. And it's about this guy who's like a professor who like writes novels in his free time, but they want him to write it. He's black and they want him to write about the black experience. And he's like, I am writing about the black experience. So then he over-exaggerates it. And into like and it really just takes the piss out of of how white people and racism and how it's like culturally processed and what he does to kind of get the what lens he goes to to make money american what fiction really american fiction it's really good really good very funny and very kind of like satire without being too wanky really enjoy that so poor things in the cinema tell me so somebody told me that it's hilarious so my expectations were really skewed because I was expecting to be like bent over laughing like it's as just as funny as like the favorite is funny I loved the favorite yeah <laughs> and like sorry she, she was so good in it um Olivia Coleman was so good in it but it's like it's not like laugh out loud all the time yeah lolathon it tries to tackle a lot we walked home from the cinema and it was like there was kind of a lot to chat through but it's basically Emma Stone learning how to be like a woman but doesn't have any like preconceived or like societal conditioning to what a woman should be and like their sexuality the patriarchy control again it's another one that's like probably 20 minutes too long but very good and it's definitely one to see in the cinema the clothes are amazing the set's cool the music is really sensory it's brilliant visually it looks stunning i saw the dancing oh. scene with her and yes. uh, mark ruffalo they're like besties in real life Besties, yeah, and I love that. He, it's uh, he. He usually plays like the fuddy duddy, like everyday man, and he's a he's quite funny in this. Again, I just think I saw it with too many preconceived notions. So I would say just go in with a blank slate. Just it's, I'll just say it's not as funny as people have said. Okay, to maybe reskew the expectation. Got it. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon. I saw that. I actually kind of gave up on it. One, because 
Martin Scorsese is up for one of the Oscar nominations for this film is for best editing and it's three and a half hours long and I think if you can't tell the story in two and a half hours why are you being nominated for best editing? Is this the one with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes, yes. So, and I, I was also listening to this podcast, The Rest is History, and they've done a, actually a good recommend. They they did a seven or eight part series called um, The Rise and Fall of the Aztecs. So I was listening to this and it's all about like the Spanish and the Portuguese conquistadors going into and like completely destroying the Aztecs. And then I watched Flowers of the Killer Moon, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. It was just too much um, conquistador imperialism, colonialism, taking over poor, defenseless indigenous cultures and raping and pillaging. It's just too much of the... So I I think I saw that at the wrong time. I actually think I gave up. We had to watch it in two parts. I, d- I w- didn't watch the second half and I asked my dad how it ended. I would just say I wasn't watching it with a clean, a fresh pair of eyes. The Martin Scorsese ones and yes. Quentin Tarantino. And oh. they're like three and a half hours... Do you remember that one, The Irishman, that yeah. came out on Netflix? Or something? And it was like, was it four and a half hours? It just shows you how skewed the Academy is because like Martin Scorsese just needs to like bat his little eyelids at the Academy. and He, he and, is like, darling though. He needs to do, oh, he could do a Super Bowl commercial and it would like be nominated for an Oscar. I just think sometimes like with him, like he's such a lovely man. His daughter's hilarious on TikTok. But like him and Tarantino, like once they do something, it's like the Academy just like bends over. I just... Yeah. Do you remember the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Did you see that? I fell asleep after like five minutes, but yeah. Oh my God. Nothing happened in it. The hype is bigger than them. And it's like, actually, if this was a new director, would we be taking it seriously? No. Or would we be like, yeah, I want to watch something that's three and a half hours. Yeah, so anyway, um, the and then the last one we saw was on a very gentle Sunday where it was raining, was The Holdovers, Paul Giamatti's new one. Okay. Oh, it's one for the boys. It's a very like, <laughs> it's a very old Hollywood style film. What kind of boys? It's like a real man film. It, I think they've made it in the, so it's shot in the 70s. Like The Irishman? No, no, The Irishman is a bit more like laddie. Or like, have you seen the new Irish man? Oh, yeah. yeah. This one's more like, oh, pass me a Chablis wine there and we'll talk about the holdover as a Paul Giamatti. It's more for like the elder lemon men. Okay. It's it's a film that was made like in the style of like old 70s films. Like it reminds me of The, the Graduate and okay. the, those old 70s. Like the plot is very, it feels like it was made like 30 years ago, which is cool. But like yeah. boring story slow funny it's like not it's meant to be really endearing the supporting actress in it who will probably win the the best supporting oscar what's her name divine joy she won the bafta she's very she's good in it but it's just it's it's real like vietnam ilk oh no no, i'd say one for me american fiction way better the ones i haven't seen is past lives but that's on netflix zone of interest is meant to be um very I, I need you'd need to watch that film on like a Wednesday you couldn't be watching that on a Sunday Sundays are so fragile I think they really determine how you start your week yeah and then definitely no Monday definitely no Tuesday you need to be a bit stronger and have like the prospect of a weekend nearby because Zone mm-hmm. of Interest is about the is it the governor of Auschwitz oh no thanks yeah their guard you don't see anything but their garden wall like on the other side of the wall is Auschwitz so no no um, I've heard great things about Anatomy of Fall and Maestro, but they still I still have till the 10th of March to watch them. That's when the Oscars is. And then I feel like I, I'm really in the Academy. I can really give some feedback. I would say you could be in the Academy, but you can't because you're a woman. Thank you. 
Maestro, did you see that whole thing about Bradley Cooper and like Hollywood shunning him? No, tell me more, pray tell. He was kind of beloved for a certain period of time. Like when he did, um, what has he done? Like American Sniper and Stars Born, all those kind of ones. And he was kind of like this. Darling. Kind of cherished. God. Yeah. And he's done Maestro. And it didn't, he didn't get nominated for Best Director and all this. And they're saying people are, the Academy or whatever, are like snubbing him. And he put like six years into the movie and six oh. years into doing that final scene where he conducts the orchestra. Do you think it's because he was like the prosthetics or the nose and it's like, why didn't they get a real Jewish actor to play it? But like the family said they were fine with it. I was listening to something and you know that one, The Whale? Mm. that won loads last year. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, and they were saying like the big issue is that, and I found this a bit much, where they were just like, you know, he's not a real fat person. Yeah. Also, I'm not really sure what categorizes a fat person in that person's head. Like what is the, what, yeah, what do you need? that's true. What's the, what's the line? Criteria. And then they were like, I know fat people were involved in the making of this film. Mm. They were saying that was the issue. And I, I just, d- sorry, does someone have to be over a certain kg for it to be inclusive? Like, I just thought it was very odd. A real weird approach. Hollywood doesn't know how to handle people of different body sizes. No, and I get like when they're saying, when they're the homosexuality, they're like, get gay actors. And I like, I totally get that. That whole thing about someone being quote unquote fat, I thought was such a bizarre thing to say. It's just so like, if... The actor who could do the best job, I hope, got the part. And like, what is fat? I don't understand it. I thought it was a really weird conversation. Really strange. But and also with the, say, the the obese sides that um, Brendan Fraser had to play, it's like, well, are there even actors of that size? Because Hollywood is so size exclusive, why would there be actors of that shape? But equally then, if you're saying... If you're giving a range of what you want, fine, because that's like a visual range of weight, height, etc. But if you're saying, if you're being that pinpointy about what the actor looks like, that's actually exclusive in itself, you might say. Mm. I just don't, I just thought it was really like she didn't back up anything. Sorry, but you haven't mentioned All of Us Strangers. Sorry. So, well, that's not nominated. No. But I did see it. Is it not? Not for, no, not oh, for Best Andrew Picture. Is Andrew Scott not nominated? No. Snob. I've seen it. Oh my God. Wow. I went in knowing broadly what was going on and nothing else. Wow. Wow. The movie is very a play. At a girl. And so thought provoking. And really stirs something up in you. And the acting is phenomenal. The acting is wow. I Do you think because it's like too British, it's not in the Oscars? What do you mean too British? All the uh, best picture for the Oscars. It's all very like American films. Like there's no... Do you not mean too Irish? Yeah, but it's not an Irish film. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it, it's it's very... I feel like sometimes the Oscars don't acknowledge fo- foreign films. When I say foreign. Classic. But no, very... It's really good. Um, oh. Again, not a Sunday watch. I actually saw it on a Sunday. Well, I actually think I might have as well. Because at the end I was like... Oh, why am I trying bits? <laughs> no, I did hear someone crying during it. I like had tears coming down, you know, at the when he's at the table with the parents. Stop. When he gets the burger. Oh my God, you couldn't eat. Oh, the acting was amazing. He's great. I just thought he, he, he's been a bit snubbed. Like he should have been nominated. He's like, so fabulous. I could talk about Andrew Scott and Paul Maskell for the rest of the record. He's 47. 
Andrew Scott's 47. How good does he look? I know. Who's doing that? He's amazing. I love him. Yeah. All the press they're doing as well is so patriotic. They're always just bringing up being Irish and yeah. what, oh, it's amazing. He's Gonzaga boy. I know. Crazy. Do we know where his parents live? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should be. Now, um, so I feel like I've been hogging the Jadors. Sorry, I feel like I really took that We went away. on a journey to Hollywood there. We're back now. So, so what are you loving or hating? Jadors, your test. I don't know if I'm ha- I'm more kind of like je confused <laughs> and have been about this topic for a while. Okay. So there's a headline that Kim Kardashian is selling an Hermes Birkin for 70k dollars. And it's this rare alligator one. And it's on Kardashian Closet with a K, which I've been confused about for a while whenever I see it. What is it? It's their like reselling platform and they all have a tab and it's anything they're reselling. And like some of the price tags. Where does the money go? So listen. Oh. Some of the price, to, uh, bear in mind that 70k alligator purse doesn't come with the certificate that you need when traveling because it's made out of an exotic leather because it's an alligator. So it doesn't come with that, which anyway, it's in very poor condition. Like the handles are all worn off and there's like, it's definitely like tan marks on it. Classic. From fake tan. So loads of people were just like outraged being like, why do you need 70k for a dirty Hermes bag? But as an example, the stuff they sell on there, like I've seen it a few times. So Chris Jenner is an example. She was selling an Hermes Birkin for 67K, a Gucci mink coat for 40K. She also puts her lingerie on there. Ooh. Because like the designer, yeah, so like, I don't know if it's worn, but like the designer gear <laughs> they have, it's not like, let's resell this for not a fraction. I know I wouldn't sell for a fraction, but a bit of the original sale value and then give some to a charity or whatever. I, I would yeah. understand that. But that's not what's happening here. What? So what they say is Kardashian Closet is a luxury designer clothing resale site that brings the fashionable and fun clothing from the famous famous Kardashian Jenner family closet to yours. These pieces have been hand selected by each family member and are available exclusively for the public to purchase. This is the worst part here. Our goal at Kardashian Closet is to share and I thought it was like to share money basically to very good causes it goes our goal is to share a part of the kardashian general family lifestyle by offering you the opportunity to own one-of-a-kind items while promoting sustainability what yeah as our leader momager chris jenner says shop till you drop that's it and i noticed not so long ago and i googled it just before this to make sure i was correct Chloe put up on her instagram a while ago like a few weeks ago and it was a picture of her and her daughter and it was like must have been like a two a photo from like two years ago. Let's say it's Fourth of July. She's like Fourth of July sale now on at Kardashian Closet, and the outfits her and the daughter were wearing were included. And I've seen her put Trues her daughter's stuff up on the site. Ew. So she'll take a picture of her daughter in yeah you know like her Christmas outfit, and then it will be up on Kardashian Closet. Like, I think her daughter's like five or something. And that's kind of, cre- that's just so creepy in a way. If it's about sustainability, which it isn't. No. You should resell it for... Charity. A normal price and then say, I mean, you'd hope a hundred, but they're obviously not going to do that. X percent goes to 
blah 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 charity they make billions millions like they should why do they care about 70k I know what does she need 70k for what, do you, what is she going to do with 70k like that's pittance to them <laughs> it's pittance it's like lunch that like her private jet costs 70k to go to go to Vegas I assume or you know it's like yeah it's like she needs fuel it's just so it's that greediness remember we were talking about that when Kylie Jenner had her clothing drop and she has all these different facets to her brands. And she has swim. She has baby. She has makeup. She has knit. And it's just like, do you actually need something else? Can you not just stay in your lane? Like, what's this for? Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. It's just it's just grabbing, grabbing, grabbing. I don't understand. And then the show really... does is really like, we give back to, you know, blah, blah. And like, they went to Planned Parenthood and all this no. shit. And it's like, What? They were probably paid to go there. But, oh, I think that's so bad. Isn't it? And, like, if you see, I'll put the picture of the Birkin in the Jonas and you'll see the... Sorry, we all go to a a, a wardrobe dump and go to a charity shop. Like, it's... Like, and you could actually... If you were able to sell the clothes and sell them, like, imagine raising 70 grand for Planned Parenthood. You know, that's such an easy win. Equally, if they're going to do that, you get tax relief on charity donations. Exactly. And I'm just like, Chris Jenner has her own church. That she doesn't pay tax on. And you can donate. So you donate to her church and you don't need to say how much you're donating. No, because it's a religious organization. So it's exempt. Like, it's just crazy. And the daughters all do- donate to it, but they don't have to say how much they, so they can just tax relief on donating to a church. Isn't it crazy? So that's my like, actually, sorry, I do. I do hate that. I do detest it. Evil genius. Chris Jenner, evil genius. Yeah, I just, even just saying that's your opportunity. They're saying we are giving you an opportunity to like have a bit of our lifestyle. Just Don't tell me I'm getting an, an opportunity. To have a fake tan stained. Also, Birkin. who has 70K? And if you did, why would you buy it on Kardashian Closet without the certificate that you could have to travel with? Because it's an alligator. There's so many things wrong here. Jabaloni. Am I right? It was your baloney. That's really bad. This is a very long intro. I know. To the wider discussion, Gazer, I'm looking forward to your topic today. Keeping on my TV theme, I am deep in the gossip sites today looking for speculation for Celebrity Big Brother cast who is in, who's out, who's rumoured, who's not. It's coming back to ITV and Virgin on the 4th of March for three blessed weeks. I know we could never recreate the David's Dead, Tiffany Pollard, Gemma Collins year. Oh, I know, just you can't recreate perfection. But look, <laughs> let's see how we go. Let's see how it is. Yeah, I really enjoyed the pleb version of Big Brother this year. Was it last year? I can't remember. It was great. I'm living for the patrician version. Yeah, here we go. Speaking of the rest is history. I'm living for the patricians. (laughs) So I will go through, I'll do a whistle stop tour of the rumoured people and we will see where we are. You're not, we're not going to know until they all step out of the shiny black cars on the 4th of March. Yeah. Okay, so rumoured people are Ek and Sue, winner of Love Island. Okay. I think. Then... In more sparkly news, if you can get more sparkly than I can sue, Louis Walsh is rumoured. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he spills a lot of gossip all the time. He's also so catty in a good way. 
Yes. <laughs> like any time, time he's interviewed, he's like tells you exactly, like he'll give all the goss. So. I know. Yeah, defo. So he would be great. Now, whether or not he goes in or not, I don't know. Does he need to go in? I don't know. He is kind of private now, isn't he? Not that he ever was in private, but... Yeah, and like, you know, is he that arse going in? Yeah. Then the black sheep of Kate Middleton's family, her mum's brother, Mr. Gary Goldsmith, who's meant to be very outspoken. He dodged jail for drunkenly hitting his fourth wife in a row. Hitting with his fist? Yeah. Oh, God. I know. And apparently he attempted to gain a spot on I'm a Celeb, but was blocked by William and Kate. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a real... They might step in. Although I was surprised, what's Zara's Mike Tyndall? I was surprised he went on I'm a Celeb. Mm. Because, like, well, you're kind of, you know... And, yeah, so especially with all the, like, Harry and Meghan stuff going on, they think he's going to embarrass the royal family. And apparently he's inked a meaty deal which is such a weird way of saying he signed. But it might be blocked by William and Kate, who knows? Okay. They might just pay him off. Speaking of rugby people, James Haskell, who used to play for England, his ex is this woman called Chloe, who's Richard and Judy's daughter. They've separated or something recently, haven't they? They separated during... Yeah, they broke up. They had a show on ITV called A Family Affair. And they broke up and they have a kid, but apparently, and it's gone real messy and she's really worried now. But apparently he's in like deep talks with ITV to come on the show. So she's worried that he's going to be spilling all her, airing all her, airing the dirty laundry. Another rumoured person is Strictly's Shirley Ballas. Ballas? I don't watch Strictly. I don't either. Then Towie's Chloe Brockett who was kicked off The Only Way is Essex for throwing three tumbler glasses at a co-star. Roman Hackett and then another Chloe Love Island you know she went out with that guy Toby for a while did you ever watch that that was the last year of Love Island I watched Chloe oh yeah she'd be good she's hilarious she's very funny other rumoured people are Boris Johnson's mistress Jennifer Acrury Maura Higgins oh wow I know she'd be great Tommy Fury Imagine Tommy and Maura were in together. How funny. I don't think he'll do it because of all the boxing. But it is only three weeks. Joey Essex. The last person who I don't think he will go in. But imagine if he did. Okay. Philip Schofield. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Holy baloney. Can you when imagine? When does this start? 4th of March. Dun, dun, dun. Where do I watch it? Channel 4? ITV or Virgin. ITV are slaying with Love Island and Slight Big Brother. They are. It's just pity about the, all the ads. But the people who've said no were Olivia Atwood. You know, she was from Love Island. Oh, I'd love her on it because she never got to go on I'm a Celeb. Too busy. Sarah Ferguson, Fergie Ferg, was offered half a million. Not going in. She's their loving people the Royals. associated with the Royals, yeah. Also the Queen's third cousin, rumoured. Uh, Rebecca Vardy. She was rumoured in uh, November or December time. And then once the leak came out, pulled out. So she was goner. And they wanted her to talk all about the obviously wagon. Why did she? Ah, I know. That would have been brilliant. And like a good way for her to get her brand, you know, back in action. Okay. And then lastly, I know you didn't watch the traders, but Harry from the traders was offered... So he won 95k from the traders. Which he apparently doesn't need. Well, yeah, if he's hanging out in private jets with Conor Maynard. Yeah. But he was offered a quarter of a million to go on Celebrity Big Brother. But once he came out of traders, 
15 talent agencies were fighting to represent him. And he picked Intertalent, who've said now that he's being very shrewd with his choices and playing the long game. Much like he did in Traitors. There you go. And uh, Celebrity Big Brother is not the right project for him. And I feel like it is a bit too similar, Traders and Celebrity. It's a lot of like mind games and group activities. It is, I can see why, but like turning, he must be getting a lot of offers if he's turning it down a quarter of a million. Wow. So yeah, there you go. I'd love if Philip Schofield would obviously at the whole nation be talking. Uh, I'd kind of love Joey Essex. I just feel like it's the only show he hasn't done yet. He's done every, he's done Celebs Go Dating. I'd love Ryland to come back. Ryland, yeah. Gemma Collins. And yeah, it'll be hosted by AJ Adudu and Will Best again, like the, the normal Big Brother. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so watch this space. We're uh, like, I'll definitely be doing a watch along. So, and Sophie, you've agreed because it's celebrity version. I've said if if I like the celebs, I'm in. Hopefully there'll be shitloads to talk about. I just love when water, I miss since Traders, I just miss water cooler telly and I just hope that Celebrity Big Brother is that. I know because Love Island's so polarising, although I think Celebrity Big Brother as well. Yeah, it's hard to know. Anyway, we'll be watching. Thank you, Claire. I will absolutely consider tuning in, potentially. <laughs> Joking, I will. Oh. My topic for this week, and then we'll go on to my recommendation. There's not much information on it. Like, we don't really have too much to go on. But it's Christian Horner. He's chief of Red Bull. Mm. And he's been caught in a sexual... From the Formula One. From Formula One. If anyone watched that on Netflix. He's married to Jerry Halliwell. He's been caught in a a scandal um, saying that he was sending sexually aggressive messages to someone on the Red Bull team, a woman. And it's inappropriate behaviour, coercive behaviour. They're not really saying much and it's under investigation now. And all the other chiefs of, like Mercedes, Toto Wolf as an example. I feel really like a lad when I just said that without needing a prompt. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we hope this is a transparent investigation. This needs to be solved, you know, as quick as possible. This affects all of Formula One. And it only came out last week. And he spent time doing this investigation and talking with his barrister. Mm. And he hasn't really said much on it. But it's put like a lot of spotlight on Formula One, obviously. Mm. But there's some Dutch newspaper who said that these reports actually run deeper. Oh. And the woman in question has alleged he sent suggestive messages with evidence in form of WhatsApp exchanges, which they have seen. So the newspaper have seen the WhatsApp messages, apparently. Oh, God. And it's also been claimed by the same outlet that the woman is was offered a sizable financial sum. To stay quiet. From Christian Horner, but she denied it, yeah. So sexually suggestive and sexually aggressive messages. Yeah, it said coercive behaviour. Like, it's because I kept looking, like, what are the wow. allegations? So it's, I think it's like someone said sex text. Oh. So I think it's past flirty, potentially. I'm not sure. But him and Jerry have been together for years. She's been on that show, the Formula One show, Drive to Survive. Yeah. And she's like, obviously, being like, I stick by my husband. He earns eight million a year. Yeah. And like he was kind of bulletproof. Like when you see him in the show, he kind of seems untouchable. Another side facet to the story is that Jerry unfollowed David, Victoria Beckham and Brooklyn Beckham. Yeah. Momentarily 
And apparently it was because she didn't feel public support from them. But then she re-followed them hours later. That's a little weird. Equally, she doesn't follow Mel B in general. After, do you remember Mel B said her and Jerry like... Had a fling. Had like a fling type thing. Yeah, so she doesn't follow them. But isn't, wasn't that true though? Yeah, I mean, equally, if someone's had that on Piers Morgan without jacking with me I and I had a husband, I would go nuts. Yeah, true. And like airing it without your permission, which is pretty... Pretty rogue. Yeah, and it was such clickbait for that whole interview. Like, it was so big at the time. Yeah, it was... Interesting. Yes, we can understand that one. So they're saying, today is Friday, they're saying that hopefully they'll have, like, results slash closure on this investigation ASAP, like, maybe by the end of the week, because they wanted to just go quickly. Oh, like, maybe, like, if he's earning eight million, maybe they'll, like, just pay her off as much as they can. I'm sure they've gotten injunctions put in or something, so they can't say anymore. I don't know, though. I feel like now, when someone gets called out, there's rarely an investigation without that person being asked to leave, no? Yeah. But then, like, look how valuable he is to Red Bull, though. I'm sure Red Bull don't want to lose him. Do you know? It's like money and power. I don't know. I'm kind of... Like, I almost think when they say there's an investigation, that's kind of it. Mm. I suppose you have to go down... Like, you have to do the pr- the procedure and stuff. But I feel like... Due process. I'd say there are messages if someone's saying they've seen the WhatsApp messages. Mm. Maybe they're deciding, like, well, how bad are they? Do you know, it's like, it comes down to that whole thing of, like, oh, well, how bad are they? And, like, we can't lose him from Red Bull because... You know, we don't want to lose any races. Do you know, there's that whole uh, all's forgiven. And she also unfollowed one of his drivers, one of the Red Bull drivers, Max Verstappen. What? He's quite, who's quite sassy as well, to be fair. What intern's job is to follow, like get into the office, put down my bag, have a coffee and then go through Jerry Halliwell's <laughs> followers. Well, there is definitely an app who that can tell you like can notify you when people unfollow you. Oh, okay, sorry. That was my intern scar tissue speaking there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but there's definitely an app that will notify you if you have... A bot. Yeah. Intern bot figured it out. Okay, that makes me feel a bit better. At least it wasn't an intern. It's called intern bot. <laughs> Beep boop boop. But she refollowed them. I don't know. She must have been in an absolute rage and then was like, oh shit. If that makes a headline, like Jerry Halliwell unfollows Victoria Beckham. So, you know, sometimes it's easier just not saying anything and just being pissed off at the person. Like, you know, you know that that's going to make a headline because intern bot be watching. Maybe she's like had a few sherries and was like, fuck you, Vicky. I think so. You know, when you're like, silence is better. But in the moment, you know, they're like, they're like, never send an email. Yeah. They say always wait till the next day if it's going to be, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, easier said than done. Yeah. That that makes me think like a rage was involved or alcohol or something of just like, oh shit, I regret that or whatever. Yeah. It's like drunken texting. We've all been there. Yeah. hundred percent. My drunk texts were so, well, my drunken like Facebook updates were pretty bad. But also though, just zooming out on the, the unfollowing bits and into like, if it is true or if it isn't true about her husband, you know, that is like so embarrassing that your husband's been caught. Even if it isn't true, it's still like not a great place to be in. If you're like the woman married to the man who's been rumoured to be alleged to be sending all these messages. No, because people forget that she's the one being potentially cheated on, mm. you know, whereas all the focus is on him kind of being in trouble with Red Bull. But it's also like there's a wife there. And yeah, and like that's finding this out. Yeah. And it's just like you're kind of like the last to know 
everybody knows. So the person that you're supposed to trust the most and like be really close with, you have a public and a private relationship with him. You're on TV shows with him. You're a fucking Spice Girl. And then like now everybody knows if it's true, they're getting a peek into what he's really like. And it kind of makes a mockery out of like being cheated on is kind of just like, you know, it's like the person who you're supposed to trust the most has betrayed you the most. And it's public. And everybody else knows potentially before you. And she is quite private. Very. You don't really hear much from her. Like. Yeah. There's loads of stuff in the in the press at the moment about mistresses. And, you know, there's that book, this woman, Madeline uh, Gray, has written about, all about the mistress. And um, she was on Sentimental Garbage. Caroline Donahue's pod. Yeah. Yeah. And she was on Woman's Hour as well. And it's just like such an interesting topic because like you know, we've all been associated with cheating, be it a friend, be it yourself, be it you've been the cheater, you've been the mistress, you've been cheated on, whatever, you know, it's like, it's such a common thing that's been happening for so long and it still hurts just as much, do you know? It's like, the, it's like such a ancient portrayal, but it still happens. It's just like people can't help themselves. Yeah, it's interesting. I heard her talking about Girls the Playboy Mansion in the first like 10, 15 minutes. Oh yes, yes. And how we were all like conditioned to think that that was really cool. And then now that Hugh Hefner's wife has written a book and it's like, oh, this sounded like a sex slave camp. He's only been called out posthumously. I know. Bizarre. He sounded awful. Maybe we'll have an update for that. There might be an update before this is aired, so. Mm, Yeah. They're like, seem to be trying to push it along very quickly, which maybe means there's nothing to it. I don't know. Or there's just big money to pay away the story. You just don't know. In my tinfoil hat, PR, trying to figure out the maze of the PR Hollywood world, you know, uh, all I would say is follow the money. Everyone's driven by money, don't get me wrong, but follow the money. Do you remember that Kelly Clarkson video I sent? And she's talking with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Would you like to give an explainer? Kelly Clarkson's like, I've been offered money to do stupid things. And like, you know, it's just so ridiculous. She's like, I'm sure you're the same. And then it cuts to Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart is signaling for her, kind of thinking the camera's probably not on him, being like, shut up. Like, stop talking about this. And it's so weird. It's very Illuminati. But now, do you know, she has loads of people saying that she has a, her show, the Kelly Clarkson show, is a real toxic work environment. So maybe she's pissed off some people. Ah, uh, come on! Yeah, so maybe she's pissed off some people, say if that Kevin Hart thing is true, right? And she pissed off some big wigs. And then now they're all saying, oh, toxic work environment, a Kelly Clarkson show, blah, blah, blah. You never know. Oh, that is gross. Follow the money. That's what Pastor Gas says. Follow the money. That's a nice lullaby. Follow, pardon? It's a nice lullaby. Yes, that's what I, <laughs> that's what I sing myself. I think most people do follow the money, sadly. It's a Jerry Maguire show me the money, but it's actually follow the money. Show. Because there's too much money in Formula One to have Christian say go bye bye. So. You heard it here first, ladies. Let's see what happens. Follow the money. I'm only gasping to do my recommendation because it involves me trying some food. Oh. Trek bars are my <laughs> favourite snack and I never don't have one in my bag. This sounds like an actual ad. Amazing. <laughs> it's not. But they've come out with a new flavour and I finally found it. It's Biscoff flavour, which anyone who knows me know I love Biscoff. Okay, I like oh them in any gosh. form. They've a spread. They've bickies, anything I like. So I've purchased the Trek Biscoff and I'm going to try it live on air. Oh my God, Sophie, you're an innovator. Thank um, you so what, much. What boardroom was that brand collab 
d- dreamt up in. That is unbelievable. All up here, Gather. That's the oh. the internal boardroom of my brain. <laughs> this is like your two favourite things. I know. Okay, it smells nice. Describe. Doesn't smell like something specifically. I hope <laughs> to God I'm not let down by this. She's chewing, ladies and gentlemen. She's nodding. Mm-hmm. She's lost in the flavour, it seems. As we watch young Sophie try... A gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> like a gazelle. Mm. Okay. She doesn't look as... I I was turned off by the fact that the normal track bars are 50 grams and this is 44. Oh. Which I think has to do with the expense of putting Biscoff in it. Right. And it's Business. the same... It's the same price. Yeah. Business. Men. What? <laughs> the man. <laughs> Upon trying it, it tastes quite similar to the other flavours. I think you need more of a bite. Maybe the, you, the Biscoff is like at another end of the bar. No, it's very much, I've tried what's it's supplying. Oh, it's not, a, it's not a great review for me. Wow. What? But you think they have to pass so many taste tests? It actually tastes absurdly like the Millionaire Shortbread flavour that they do. Do you think they're just slapping on the Biscoff logo? I think they might be, you know. Okay, well, you've heard it here first, ladies. <laughs> it's brand, it is new to the market. I think it only came out like last week. I wouldn't be rushing to have this one in my handbag. Wow, Sophie, you're a roving reporter on the sidelines of confectionery stands everywhere. <laughs> Corner shops and bodegas. No, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm di- and I'm quite hungry, so... But I would say, as a Constellation Prize, the ice cream version of Biscoff is second to none. Oh, so, I don't know what second to none means. It's It's stunning. So that's just terribly disappointing to hear that... Have you had the donuts? No, this is making me so hungry. No, I haven't. They do Biscoff donuts. Ooh. Anything Biscoff for me, bar the track bar. Wowee. Okay, so je no recommend, but we have loads of telly recommendations in this episode, so just take your pick. It's kind of ending this on a low. I apologise, but <laughs> that's, that's the way Biscoff crumbles. The- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and listening to me eating. I apologise if some of you are hungry and that made you even more hungry, but bear with me because it wasn't actually that nice. Try the salted caramel Trek flapjack. Okay, well, too hungry. That's my should recommend. Uh, I always have one in my bag. Really enjoyed our thespian chat at the end of last week's episode and thank you so much to all the messages we got of people telling us their school play stories. Oh, so good. It just, I really lulled. The sisters loved it. From the Sultan... To the fiddler on the roof, they were so happy. Our WhatsApp group was popping. Popping. And if you have any more thespian notes, please let us know. If you have anything else for me to try, tasty-wise, please send over. Please. We will be back next week. Should you have any other predictions about who's going on, Celebrity Big Brother, or indeed any inside thoughts, please let us know. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Soph underscore Lions, at Clazzy Cabana. Rate, review, subscribe, and have a good day! I kind of ruined yours, so I'm just going to delete my bit out. No, you didn't. It's lovely. <laughs>